0: Welcome to Concafé for the last day of March. Today is March 31st, 2020. We're looking at Psalm 118, verses 19 to 29, and this is in the new revised standard version. It's called Our devotional is called "Our Cornerstone." So we ask the Lord bless us and keep us as we study His word, and I'll begin with verse 19. The psalmist says, Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we beseech you, O Lord. O Lord, we beseech you, give us success. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has given us light. Bind the festal procession with branches up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will give thanks to you. You are my God, I will extol you. O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. This is the word of God for the people of God, and we say joyfully, thanks be to God. Well, a happy Tuesday to you, dear listener, dear friend. I pray the blessings of Christ the King be with you and yours. I pray calm and peace be traits reigning in your life and in your home. This being hunkered down and hanging in can bring stress to almost any family and family. Any certain situations. A friend of mine who pastors a church in Montgomery County, there near Houston, posted an article about domestic violence in that county going up 35%. We know that sometimes it is easy for tempers to flare, for a word to be taken wrong, and the results are not ideal. Please pray for patience, peace, and the pace that we are all facing. These are difficult times. These are stressful times. These are uneasy times. And it's so, so easy to lose our temper, to have clouded thinking and not react in loving and peaceful ways. And I pray that not be you. pray it not be me. Well, friends, you know, the lectionary is what I base Guancafe Café on. This is the church's recommendation on scriptures to cover most of the Sundays. With the ideal being to cover most of the Bible in three years, there's a year A, a year B, and a year C, and those alternate the text. And so, every three years, you, if you attend a church where the lectionary is preached every Sunday, you will have covered all the, the Bible. But sometimes the lectionary limits the text for uh, the text for Palm Sunday to two and delegates the rest of that same Sunday being for the Passion of Christ, which is mainly for those churches that do not traditionally have Monday, Thursday or Good Friday services. Those churches are few and far between in this area. We thank God for the faithful in the area who celebrate those days. Yet we're aware this is, might be a year that goes down in the history books and the memory banks of our hearts as a very different year. We will still have worship via online uh, <clears throat> telecasts, or broadcasts, and we will remember the power of God at work in the acts that we remember because we know God shared all of those on our behalf. Well, Palm Sunday, dear is the start of Holy Week. It was Jesus' triumphant entry into Jerusalem where he would experience this welcome as a king. And all other events that set up right after Palm Sunday really set up what happened on Friday that we call Good Friday. Its impact and lasting power is that God has foretold the coming of this day through the prophets and the psalmist. As we saw as we read this psalm for today, the first verse of this psalm states, Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. Interesting that... Years before this event even took place, the Son of God is asking for entrance into his beloved city of Jerusalem. It makes me think of the stories we have heard through the years of Jesus asking to be invited into some churches. You've heard stories, you've heard illustrations. Uh, You may even have seen short uh, little movies on social media about that. Because some churches just don't have room for Jesus. Some don't even have room for God. We may think that funny or strange, but in some cases, friends, I'm telling you the truth, it may be very true for those churches, and it's indeed a sad situation. And the city of Jerusalem was not known for always inviting God into it. And at this very time of Jesus, God was not being openly shared, even in his own church. It was, as later in the epistles it says, in the fullness of time. That God acted in this way. Such was the need of the day and the need of the people who were hungry and thirsting for God. Did you ever stop to think about what the world would be like had God not acted on our behalf, that He had not sent Jesus to die on the cross for us? The only church that bears the seed of our faith would be the Jewish church, and not the full meal deal in terms of Jesus and all that He brought. But the Jewish church would be around. The other parts of the world would have Islam, Buddhism, Hinduism, and several Asian faiths, none of which offer the hope of salvation like ours, or the invitation to enter into a personal relationship that we enjoy with God through Jesus Christ. I, friends, believe, and this is my own opinion, the world would be a dismal place. The world would be crying out for Jesus. Jerusalem would be a different city with its gates still closed to God. Once the gates opened, into them walked the cornerstone of faith, as the psalmists call him, who is Jesus. Jesus is the cornerstone of our faith. And this was because of God's action, a marvelous work in our eyes. That day becomes the one to which we say, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. If only the people truly and fully understood what Palm Sunday was all about. Only we knew how powerful it is. And I think most of us do. Let, let us not forget. But it's interesting how the psalmist knows to ask, years and years before, for God to save them. And he knows that the one who comes in the name of the Lord is the one they were expecting. And his written words, the psalmist's written words, become part of the chant the crowds lifted to Jesus. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The words had come true, and, though Jesus, and through Jesus... The world took a turn for the better in a radical way. You and I, friend, are better off because of it. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, again, we are thankful for all you have done on our behalf. The world is a better place because of your son, Jesus. And we, we pray that it become even better. Use us to share the good news of your love with others. As we await news of our deliverance from this current crisis, grant us peace and patience. Again, we pray for healing for those sick. We pray for comfort for those who have lost loved ones. And we pray for those hurting from unemployment and hunger. Use us to help. And this we pray in He who is our King, King Jesus, our God. Amen. Dear listener and dear friend, I pray you have a great blessed day in the Lord. I pray that today you would share the joy of your voice with a telephone call to someone who you know would be blessed by hearing from you. Call that person up. You know who they are. Cheer them up. Share the joy of Jesus in your heart. Receive my blessings of peace and love. I'm Pastor Nadia Valverde. May the Lord bless you and keep you again. Thank you for joining us. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.